We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. Lo-fi poli-sci. Welcome everyone to the Lo-fi poli-sci podcast. I'm your host, Michael Pickering. That's right. Lo-fi as in low fidelity, low quality, and your face messy as can be global news show. It's Tuesday, Lo-Fi Nation, and you know what that means. It's time for Tuesday's Top 10 List. Every Tuesday, we look at global indicators and surveys to see what countries hold the top 10 rankings in particular categories. But today, we're doing a bit of a throwback slash rewrite slash update to our very first list of the year. Episode 1 of Season 3 back in January was the top 10 global events to watch in 2021. Today, we're going to talk about that list, but what's more, our list today It's the top 10 news stories we've covered this year. And a big shout out and thank you to Aaron for suggesting today's list. And a heads up, this is my personal pick for most important slash most interesting stories we've talked about. Now let's hit it to the list. And coming in at number 10, internet regulations evolving globally. Number nine, Syrian civil war. Number eight, Yemeni civil war. Number seven, Afghanistan peace talks slash Taliban advancing. Number six, China and the South China Sea disputes slash China and Taiwan. And now to our top five and coming in at number five, Israel has a new prime minister for the first time in over a decade. Number four, South Africa's former president arrested and on trial, the first president to be since independence and the end of apartheid. Number three, global declining democracy. Number two, China and Russia versus the West. And our number one story covered so far this year, Chile, creating a new constitution for their democracy. And that's our list of the top 10 news stories covered this year by us so far. But now let's go over our first list of the year real quick of the top 10 global events to watch in 2021. Fast like. Number 10, the internet. Number nine, Akon City. Number eight, the remodeling of U.S. foreign policy. Number seven, EU-UK economic relations. Number six, Russia and Navalny. Number five, Thailand and democracy. Number four, Afghanistan government slash Taliban peace talks. Number three, Syrian civil war. Number two, Yemen civil war and famine. And number one, China's One Belt and Road Initiative. Whew, two lists in one day already. That's a lot. But now let's do a bit of a compare and contrast, shall we? Really, only five of these events are the same. Or rather, quite a few of these were merged as well. You know, sadly, Akon City didn't make our list today because we've simply not heard a thing about it since back in January. So it's not going to be one of our top stories covered this year because we haven't seen anything on it. And the remodeling of U.S. foreign policy didn't make the list either because, well, it hasn't changed all that much, really. And EU-UK economic relations didn't make the list today because... Well, they've been a bit busier with a host of other issues at the moment. So not too much going on on that front, or at least not too much talked about. And then Russia and Navalny, nor Thailand and democracy, made the list specifically. Because they're both grouped in global declining democracies. Which I'd put Myanmar in there, since their coup back in uh, February. I'd put Ethiopia in there. Nicaragua, Hong Kong, Belarus, and so, so many others. Um, It's just easier to say global declining democracy and realize we're talking about a lot of different countries. Now let's talk about our new additions for today. Remembering that these are my favorite picks for stories covered this year. 
Number six was China and the South China Sea dispute slash China and Taiwan. Number five was Israel has a new prime minister for the first time in over a decade. Number four was South Africa's former president arrested and on trial. Number two, China and Russia versus the West. And number one, Chile creating a new democracy and a new constitution. Now, as far as China and the South China Sea dispute slash China and Taiwan, we've seen a lot take place this year. So this is really a whole bunch of different stories put together. But China is doing more and larger flyovers of Taiwan with military aircraft than ever before. And China moved over 200 quote-unquote fishing vessels into disputed territory and waters with the Philippines. And President Duterte, whom everyone who listened knows, we ain't no fan of, but he basically gave up on the situation because he said if they were to go to war with China, they'd lose. And he ain't wrong. And to Israel, has a new prime minister for the first time in over a decade. I can't stress enough how much potential this has to be one of the biggest stories in even the last 10 years. But notice I said potential. You know, former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu is out, but he is not gone from politics. And his own corruption trial put aside for the moment in the conversation. This new rainbow coalition in Israel has the potential for major change that could help reshape Middle Eastern politics in a big way. And that would affect the entire world. But remember, potential. This hangs on a lot of different variables. And to South Africa's former president arrested and on trial, this is major. The political party known as the African National Congress, a.k.a. the ANC, the political party of Nelson Mandela, the first president after apartheid ended in the 1990s, that political party has won the presidency of South Africa every single time since the 1990s for almost 30 years straight. And many people have wondered, myself included, is South Africa an ANC-only democracy? Or is South Africa a captured state by the ANC and thereby not a democracy at all? And you know, it's a fair question when the same political party keeps winning and winning and winning. But an ANC president being kicked from office and arrested and put on trial for corruption, it signals that the rule of law is working and that perhaps South Africa's democracy really is doing well, even if the ANC is the only party that wins the presidency. Now to China and Russia versus the West. This has really expanded this year on a multitude of issues, none of which I'm going to go into right here right now because, really, there's so many. You know, there's a lot of issues between these groups and so many sanctions and tariffs and whatnots. It all has happened this year. And so many, I mean, it really isn't even funny. It's concerning. So keep your eyes on this one, people. And today is number one, my favorite. That's why it's number one, of course but also because I think it symbolizes something truly beautiful about what's going on in the world today. Number one, Chile, creating a new constitution for their democracy. You see this here? This is beauty. You know, we deal in the grime, the grunge, the messiness of the world. Democracy is in decline, countries at each other's throat, war, famine, coups, and on and on and on. And man, don't you ever get tired of the messiness? I sure as hell do. And for me, Chile symbolizes what so many countries are fighting for. 
Thailand, Belarus, Russia, Myanmar, Syria, Yemen, Hong Kong. Yes, I know Hong Kong ain't a country, but please. But so many countries are battling for their people, the people, to have a voice in their own country and how things run. And in Chile, the people rose up and said, we want a new constitution. And bam, they're working on it right now. And it's due to be ready for a national vote next year. And this also symbolizes to other well-established democracies in the world. The message? If your system's broken, if your government isn't working, it's you, the people, who have the power to change it in a democracy. And that message, Lo-Fi Polysi can get behind. Chile, thank you for being a shining beacon of hope in an otherwise messy world. Chile, thank you. And all the best. And that's this Tuesday's top 10 list. Issue 9 of Letters of the Lo-Fi poli came out Saturday. Get at me to be added to the emailing list. The issue, we talked about language and what it means to us. Always remember that Lo-Fi poli is more than just me. It's the we that we be. Peace and well-being to all my human beings out there. Much love and always the best. Pickering, signing off.